This old evil world's making me want to go. How about you? Uh, hallelujah. You can have New York and Chicago and Portland. I want to go to heaven. Uh, I want to be out of this sinful, evil world. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we had the, the funeral uh, Thursday here in the church of Brother Emory Altizer. 99 years and 19 days of age. And uh, got saved in the old church in 1947. Brother Vince Wilson was the pastor. Brother Wilson pastored just a short period of time there. Dad, uh, and so, but uh, Brother B.H. Miller was preaching revival. And Lila was so nervous and sick and, and sore up and she couldn't hardly make it. New young married woman with a newborn child. And, uh, uh, and so she was, for been for months, even before Danny was born, all tore up. And, and so Sister Chloe Altizer, Sister Chloe Day Altizer, was such a praying woman. And she went to her and she said, Lila, I know what's wrong with you. She said, what, Miss Altizer? She said, you're under old-time conviction. And I pray, Lord, send that old-time conviction again, that people get so miserable they'll want to be saved. And she said, we went to church that night, and Brother B.H. made the altar call, and I ran to the altar, and Emory was right behind me. Hallelujah. 73 years. 73 years ago. My goodness. It's wonderful that you can. I, I remember Dad talking about a preacher from another denomination. He would held several funerals with him. And he came down sick and was about to die. And he called and wanted Dad to come. I can remember this was in the 60s. He called and wanted Dad to come there to be with him in the hospital and pray for him. And he, Brother Dale, he looked at Dad and he said, my religion will do to live by, but it won't do to die by. I want something that I can live by and die by. I want true salvation. And it only comes through and by the blood of Jesus Christ. And once your heart is cleansed and washed and sanctified and purified, you can live a joyful life, Brother James. You can live a life of freedom. You can live a life of blessing, and you, and you go right on into the presence of the Lord. Let's worship the Lord one more time. His presence is so rich and real here this morning. Your 
my provider, your Jehovah Nisi. Lord, you reign in victory, Jehovah Shalom. You are my Prince of Peace, and I worship you because of who you are. Jehovah Jireh, you're my provider. Your Jehovah Nisi, oh Lord, Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, you are. You are my Prince of Peace, and I worship you. Because of who you are, because of who you are, I give you glory, and because of who you are, I give you praise, and because of who you are. I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. You're Jehovah Jireh. You're my provider. You're Jehovah Nisi, oh Lord. Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, you are, you are my Prince of Peace, and I worship you because of who you are. I worship you because you're holy, holy. I worship you because holy is who you are. I worship you because you're holy. Holy, I worship you because holy is who you are. I worship you because you're righteous, righteous. I worship you because righteous is who you are. I worship you because you're righteous, righteous. I worship you because righteous is who you are. I worship you because you're healer, healer. I worship you because healer is who you are. I worship you because you're healer, healer. I worship you because healer is who you are. I worship you because you're Savior, Savior. I worship you because Savior is who you are. I worship you because you're Savior, Savior. I worship you because Savior is who you are. I worship you because you're awesome, awesome. I worship you because awesome is who you are. I worship you because you're awesome, awesome. I worship you because awesome is who you are. I worship you because you're Jesus, my Jesus. I worship you because Jesus is who you are. I worship you because you're Jesus, Jesus. I worship you because Jesus is who you are. You're Jehovah Jireh. 
You're my provider. You're Jehovah Nisi, oh Lord. Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, you are. You are my Prince of Peace, and I worship you because of who you are. just sitting back there thinking I believe it was in 88 I think it was 88 I'd went and took my uh, uh, hunt, hunting license training and I think brother Joey Height was here I believe it was 88 or 89 but anyway and I was sitting back there about halfway back and uh, brother Height said it's it's getting ready to happen and I didn't know what he was talking about but to me I thought the Lord was coming I didn't know what was happening but I felt such, I didn't know what it was, but it was conviction. And uh, Dad came on one side, and Papa Boyd got on the other side and prayed with me right there. And uh, when I got up, I, I felt such peace and happiness and so thankful that the Lord never forgets. And he's so merciful, and he goes with us. It don't matter if we're 90 years old or 6 years old faithful and I'm so thankful after all this good singing I'm not much of a singer but help us if you know it there was darkness all around me when my Savior found me I was way down in the valley of despair there I told him all my troubles and all my joys Oh, the 
Well, I appreciate the Lord this morning. appreciate my son and his family coming and being in the house of the Lord with us this morning. If you have your Bibles like to read with us in the book of Romans chapter 1, we'd like to read. Certainly need your prayers this morning. I sure would like to be a blessing to you. It's in my heart to be. Romans chapter 1, and I wanna, <clears throat> I'm going to start reading in verse 18. I certainly need your help today. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being uh, understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Oh, my. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts was darkened. If the Lord would help us for just a little while this morning and anoint us and you'd pray for us, I'd like to use this verse 21 for a little thought this morning. Neither were thankful. Would you stretch your hands this way? Ask God to help us, please, Lord. Lord, I know I ain't nothing. God, you're everything. If I do anything this morning, it'll be because you breathed on me the breath of the Holy Ghost. And you smiled on me today. Oh, God, let your merciful hand reach down to us and anoint us, Lord. Touch this congregation, Lord, that we'll ever be grateful and thankful for your kindness and your mercy to us. And we'll honor you, Lord, and we'll praise you in Jesus' name. Congregation said, Amen. Amen. Verse 21 said, Because... That when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. You know, I wonder this morning how thankful we really are of all that God's done for us. You know, it's, it's hard-pressed in these times, church, to make people understand what's such apostasy that is linked to being unthankful. Amen. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you as best as I know how, your backsliding will come when you become unthankful. Amen. Now, you think about it. Ingratitude is a sin of sins and a curse on the human race. And God said so right here in this verse 21. He said, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful. And so, you know, uh, uh, they didn't give God the glory. They didn't give him the praise that was due his name, church. You know, God registers uh, from heaven. God himself said, they are not thankful. We have so much to be thankful for this morning. Every day of our lives, God rains blessings down upon us. God enriches our lives. I heard one preacher say he was a very thankful person. That's very great, church. That's very good. You know, uh, we ought to be. God pours it out upon us every day of our lives. 
God gives us sunshine when we need it. Amen. God sends his blessed rain. God sends food and raiment. And uh, Paul said in 1 Timothy 6 and 8, Having food and raiment, let us be therewith content. Thank God I had a choice of clothes this morning, Brother Philip. Thank God I had food to eat. I had enough money to buy gas to get me to the house of God. And if I didn't have, I'm not so far away I couldn't walk. Amen. I mean, you know, many times God sends us health and healing, even wealth, church. And I don't want to get too personal, but I don't know any of us here this morning that's living worse house than they did 25 years ago. Huh? Amen. By and large, Democrat or Republican church, we're doing just about as good as we've ever done in our lives. And, you know, I've, I've grown a little older, a few more wrinkles. My hair's getting a whole lot grayer. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, God has blessed me this day beyond I could even comprehend. And he's let me live just a little bit longer. And uh, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, if I live to be as old as my dad's dad, I've got four more years. That's a blessing of God if I have that long. We have no, James said, we don't have a promise of tomorrow. They die young and they die old. And church, God, with, uh, you know, he, he waits from heaven just to hear us say, thank you, God. Brother James, you, you hit all around it this morning. We've got a lot to be thankful for, for the blessings of God. I, I, I want to be thankful. I'm, I'm thankful of the confidence of you people here at the church that, uh, you know, uh, allow me uh, the opportunity to preach. I, I'm thankful for Brother Philip, my pastor, for having enough confidence to ask me. I wonder how many this morning uh, can honestly say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I'll tell you how you can measure that church. I can tell you how uh, much you have, uh, 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 that you can say, if, uh, you know, we wonder how much have we complained, huh? Uh, you know, we, 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 we uh, uh, complain about a lot of things and we whine and, and if everything is not just right, when all you can do is whine and complain, uh, they can't see all the good that God has done for you. I don't like to be a, a whiner, do you? A complainer. There used to be a department store in Bluefield and the wife and I, uh, when our children were small and uh, times were hard at the Boyd house and we'd go to uh, this department store, it was called Hills. You remember that? There in Bluefield? And we'd buy clothes for the kids and, and uh, they, they had an uh, advertisement that said, if you want a lot of mail, use one of these. And they had a picture of several different credit cards. I'll tell you, church, credit card debt is killing the American people. Amen. Brother Philip has 
preached to us numerous times about trying to stay out of debt as much as you possibly can. Amen. Debt is a, is a load on people. You know, and if we're not careful, we, we get that uh, old whining and complaining spirit a hold of us, and we can't be thankful for hardly anything. Now, the Bible said godliness with contentment is great gain. Oh, you know, I, I've seen little kids that mommy and daddy just flood them with all kinds of toys at Christmas time, Brother Chad, until there's no possible way. And they got more interested in the box that the toys was in. They was just content with just playing with it. We was doing some work for a guy, and uh, uh, he ordered a gas uh, fireplace, and it came in this big box. And I took the top off of it, and uh, he had two little granddaughters, three little granddaughters. And I cut an arch in it and fixed it. You could open it and cut them a window. Boy, they, you'd have thought that was the biggest dollhouse they played with. Being content, huh? Being thankful. You know, at church, uh, I, I want you to listen to this uh, in Colossians. Uh, turn with me if you want to in chapter 3. One of, the, one of the most amazing verses of Scripture in the New Testament to people that whine and complain. Turn with me if you would and read with me. God gives a different commandment here in Colossians chapter 3 in verse thir- uh, 15. He said, be ye thankful. Huh? Ain't that sad, church, that God has to send us a, a command from heaven to tell us to be thankful? I mean, we're here this morning. I'm thankful that I don't live in Portland, Oregon this morning. Over a hundred days of, of riding and looting. You know, uh, what's funny to see somebody give a little kid something and they run to their mama and she says, did you tell them thank you? Oh, I see several smiles here this morning. I'm telling you, you know, just to be thankful. You know what, church? Everybody this morning, if you've got an ounce of sin, you want your children to be thankful when something is given them. And I'm not talking about just bending over backwards, but at least act like you appreciate Things that are given to you. You know, uh, God is that same way, church. He wants us all to be thankful. Huh? That's why he said, be ye thankful. Oh, glory to God. Let me read you something. I I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it, okay? It's called, uh, uh, are we like the hippie? A hippie strolled down the street, and he said to his traveling companion, I'm going over to pick up my unemployment check. Then I'll drop in at the university to see what's holding up my check for my federal education assistance grant. After that, I'll go over and pick up my food stamps. Meanwhile, you go over to the free clinic and check your test, and while you're there, pick up my new glasses that are at the health center. Then go to the welfare and apply for the increase in our eligibility limits. 
and I'll meet you at 5 o'clock at the Federal Building to demonstrate against the lousy establishment. Huh? <laughs> huh? I mean, you know, I'm wondering if we ain't like the hippie, we, we, we get all these blessings from heaven free from God's abundant storehouse, and, and, and we want to demonstrate all his blessings by being unthankful. I'm thankful for what God has done. You know, we, you know, church, I, I want to tell you this morning, God has loaded us down with benefits. He has rained it down. David knew a little bit about God's benefits. Amen. Y'all going to help me preach this morning. Psalms 103 said, A psalm of David, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Who healeth all thy diseases. Who redeemed thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfy thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Oh, church, when we try, you know the devil tries to block our memory of all the things that God does for us daily. <coughs> David said his daily benefit. Now, I don't think nobody here this morning can think of all the uh, the benefits that God has bestowed upon them. And I, I want to be like the scripture said here. We may not be able to recall all of them, church, but it looks like that we ought to be able to remember a few of them anyway, couldn't we? Huh? You know, it pleases God for somebody to say, thank you. Thank you. He said, forget not all his benefits. Thank you, God, for all your blessings on me. Thank you, God, for your loving kindness. Thank you, God, that you, you didn't have to, but you saved me out of a mess of trouble uh, that I was in. I'm telling you, uh, the road to backsliding is begins when you cease to thank the Lord for all that he's done for you. You ever see an unhappy, thankful person? Huh? Oh, I'm telling you, you know, somebody that said, I, I, I just hate living. I hate being alive. And I thank you, Lord, for that. Huh? It don't make sense. Why is it so hard for men and women just to say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. You didn't have to do that. You know, the writer in Ephesians 5 and 20 said, Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Huh? For all things. Lord? You know, F.W. Boreham told a story about an old preacher who wasn't the greatest preacher, but he could really pray and touch the hearts of the people through his prayer, and he had a, 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 a way of expressing uh, uh, such thankfulness, church. And one day... This family, uh, they decided, we want to go hear this guy. And it was in, a, in the day of a horse and buggy. And the preacher had a, a seven-mile uh, ride to get there. And so uh, this family, uh, as they were journeying uh, that distance, there was a severe thunderstorm came up. 
And I mean, it was really coming down. And the family talked about that storm, and they wondered, well, what uh, kind of thankfulness can this preacher have driving through all this storm? What can he say uh, uh, that will, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, encourage people through this? And, you know, there was a, a, <coughs> there was a small crowd there, and uh, most of the people were just sopping wet from the rain trying to get there. And when the preacher came to the podium, he opened his prayer with, Lord, I thank you that all days ain't like this day. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, church, you may be in it, uh, 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 into a, a trial this morning. Uh, things uh, may seem to be a little rough for you, but you can raise your hand and say, I thank you, God. That all days ain't exactly like this day. Huh? I mean, you know, you're into a trial. You, Ephesians 5 and 20 said, giving thanks always. Huh? Yes, sir. You know, when, when, I, when I first got saved, I was so glad, Brother Philip. Uh, before I got saved, when something happened, Brother Jimmy, I mean, I said a lot of words that ought not to be said anytime by anybody. I was aggravated because uh, uh, something happened. But after I got saved, I said, thank you, Jesus. When I smashed my thumb with a sledgehammer, I was trying to beat up a, a floor joist, and I caught my thumb on the, on the, uh, the joist with the hammer. I mean, I, I, I still bear the marks of it. And Brother Danny was with me, and I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's all come out. I was glad that was all that was in there. huh? I had a lot. You, you know, young people uh, here this morning uh, who has never known the uh, sin, has, has never been down sin's road, you ought to thank God every day of your life that you've never been down there. You older people that's been out there in the world know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, the haunts of your mind, the devil likes to throw at you. Uh, after, you, you know, you get uh, older and, and you've tasted the world and the struggle uh, that you have and the, the heartache and the misery that you've experienced, and they've never experienced that. They've got a lot to be thankful for. The ecclesiastical writer said, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, before the evil day, before uh, all of those things of your past uh, comes to haunt you. I'm telling you, church, we've got to be thankful. I struggled with tobacco when I, I first got saved. I, I battled it a while after I prayed. But thank God one day I got the victory over that. I mean, some people have battled things for years. Oh, I wanted deliverance from that, and I kept seeking God. And God gave me, Brother Chad, I remember your testimony. God gave me victory over that. It took a while. Even after I quit, I battled that. Every time I got around somebody with tobacco, I battled it. But God gave me victory over it until I lost desire. It's like my father-in-law. Uh, my my mother-in-law, She he was such a drunkard. And when when... When he prayed and he got saved and she would watch him, every time he'd leave the house, she was afraid he'd come back drunk. And one day he turned around and said, Nadine, don't worry about me no more. 
I lost all that desire. I don't have no craving for alcohol. I'm telling you, church, there's a lot that we can be thankful for this morning. His grace is sufficient, church. We ought to be thankful for people uh, uh, that, that has been in our lives and encouraged us. I wonder sometimes if God don't look down from heaven and, and, and cry, where are the rest of the lepers, huh? Jesus said in Luke 17 and 17, he answered and said, Where are there, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine that are not found that return to give glory to God? Save this stranger. I'm telling you, church, I wonder how many people that have been healed in a prayer line that have never stopped to thank God for what God done for them. You know, you, 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 you get in a, 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 a prayer line and uh, you get prayed for publicly, you ought to thank God publicly. God, I don't care if the whole wide world sees it. I don't care if the whole wide world. I thank you, God, for what you've done in my life. I thank you, God, that you touched my body. I thank you, God, for you putting my home back there. I, whatever the need is, brother, God needs to be thanked. Hallelujah. That's why he said in all things, give thanks. Hallelujah. Has God been anything to you? I hope he don't look down from heaven and Roger Boyd and cry, are you a leper that never gives thanks? Huh? You know, thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for the rain. Brother Nick, you remember? You got up here uh, not long ago and just got to thanking God and it blessed the whole church because it brought back to memory all the things that God has done for us that maybe we'll be a little short on giving him the thanks and honor that's due his name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God, for the sunshine. Thank you for the rain. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 said, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. That's God's will, church. Now, if you're not careful, church, you'll think that uh, this is uh, just like the last scripture that I read to you there in Ephesians 5 and 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. For it means something you receive from God. But 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 said, In everything, give thanks. Huh? When I thought I needed sunshine, the Lord sent a rain. When I thought I needed healing, I had my share of pain. I've been looking for a mountaintop, but a valley's all I see. My Jesus always seems to know exactly what I need. <laughs> Thank him anyway in all things. Huh? Listen, First Thessalonians 5 and 18 said, In everything give thanks, not for here, but in. Huh? Are you into it this morning? Thank the Lord. Thank you, God, that you've helped me this far. Huh? 
I feel like the old boy that complained because he didn't have no shoes till he met the man that didn't have no feet. Huh? Oh, come on, help me here. God said, in everything giving thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I wish I could preach to you this morning. God wants everybody to be thankful. I just thank you, Lord. Psalm 106 and 47 says, Save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy presence. Oh, I didn't know there's so many scriptures in the Bible that points us. You know, it, it's sad, Brother Steve, when God has to point it out to us that we ought to be more thankful for what he's doing for us and our lives and our family. You know, something behind the scene, we want God to hurry up, but he's always on time. Mary and Martha, they said, Lord, if you'd been here, our brother would not have died. Well, he was there. Huh? Oh, but he's been dead for four days. So what? He's the resurrection. Huh? God is always on time, church. That's why he's saying in everything give thanks. He said, save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Give praise to God. Give glory to God. Now, I want to ask you something this morning. They say... They say there are nearly 7.6 billion people on planet Earth. You know, and uh, them people over in China and in India, uh, well, let me just say they multiply fast, okay? Amen. So there are nearly 7.6 billion people, and out of them, the majority are Buddhists, or Hindu, or some other religion that don't believe in God. And uh, they're not praising God, and they're not thanking God, and they're, they're supposed to be somewhere around 30 million. Uh, I, you know, I, I talked to Google on this. I, you have to take it up if it ain't right. But somewhere around 30 million Christians in America, and there's uh, over 328 million people according to the 2019 count. Amen. And you know, church, it's growing every day. Amen. But not everybody that goes to church around here is a Christian. Huh? But how many people in America that are Christian people are praising and thanking the Lord? Uh, none of the, the heathen are. So maybe we ought to double up on it just a little bit. Huh? Huh? Maybe we ought to thank Him a little more. I remember about somebody... Uh, talking about uh, they was having problems, uh, and some of them said, well, I'm just not going to pay my tithe. So there were some others said, well, if they're not, I'm going to pay double. And those that started paying double tithes, God got the double blessing them. And those that wasn't paying tithe decided, maybe it'd be better if I did pay my tithe, huh? Amen. If you want God, you know, the worldly crowd this morning, church, they're not thankful. And you know, if you're really thankful... You're going to attach your heart to God, huh? I mean, you're going to really get closer. If you're really thankful for what you got, church, you're going to perfect your life in the fear of God if you're really thankful for what he's done in your life. I know you deserve better preaching this. David said in Psalm 106 and, and verse 47, Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen 
to give thanks unto thy holy name. Lord, if you'll just save me out of this world of trouble, I'll praise you. I'll give you thanks. By and large, church, as the world goes this morning, uh, there's a very small number of people that are thankful for what God is doing for them. And our country's such unrest and hate and bitterness, they're not thanking God that they're alive. All the benefits they receive. I'm telling you, this is one of the greatest countries on the face of the globe. And people so unthankful. I don't understand it, Brother Philip. I just shake my head. The Psalmist 6 and 5 said, For in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave who shall give thee thanks? And you church, dead people don't thank God. Dead people don't pray. Somebody's got to praise the Lord. And it's us. Huh? It's you and I. We need to give thanks. Psalms 30 and 11 said, Thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness to the end that my glory may sing praises to thee and not be silent. O oh Lord my God, I will give thanks unto thee. How long? Forever. Come get us a song. I'm about through. David said, God, you've turned my life around, and I'm going to thank you forever. Well, it's been over 50 years, and I'm still thanking him because I don't want to die lost. I talked to an old preacher man yesterday. His health is all broken down, and his days are numbered. And he said, Brother Roger, he said, I don't want to come this far along the journey and miss it. I don't either, church. There was a man that... Broke into a home in Cleveland, Ohio. And when he got into the house, he found an old, old lady, 81 years old, sitting in a wheelchair. And he realized it was his old school teacher, the only one that had ever showed him any kindness. She had $210 to her name. He kissed her on the cheek and took her $210 and left. You think he was thankful? Old church... I wonder how thankful we really are this morning. Stand with me this morning. Psalms 119 and 62, and I'm going to close. At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgment. David said, I get so anxious to thank you, Lord, that I must get up in the middle of the night just to praise your holy name. Lord, you've kept me this far. You brought me through this situation. You helped me through that trial. You touched my children when their fevered brow looked like it was a hopeless case and you brought them out. Church, that is good religion right there. What's that song, The Rambo Sea? Sing it. Well, I've got... So much to thank him for. So much. I don't live in Portland, Oregon. I'm thankful I don't live in Chicago. He has been so Washington, D.C., where all this riding is going on. We may live in a little one horse town here. We've got peace, brother. We've got God. We've got good health. Come to the house of God. So many don't have.
about that. We've got so much to be thankful. If you're thankful for what the Lord is doing in your life, would you come around these altars? Spend a little time in prayer with you. Everyone here under the sound of my voice be able. If God's done something good for you, would you just come around and spend some time in prayer this morning? Would you just thank you for all that you've done all he's going to do for you. Let's give him thanks this morning. My Lord brought me from my God so much. Just to kneel and say thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And then one day I'll reach heaven shore. Oh, please let me kneel once more. I've got so much just to thank Him for. Run, run, run. 